Hello, welcome back. Welcome back to the Lovey's <laughs> podcast. Yes, we're your hostesses, Emily. I'm Allison, and we're here to give you our view, our unbiased third-party opinion on relationships. Even though we have never been in one. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yes, yes, yes. So let's get into it. Well, we're back. We're back. <laughs> Hello. Did you miss us? You must, uh, you came back. back, whatever, episode two, episode whatever, it is what it is, it be what it be. So, this week's topic, if the title didn't tell you, maybe it didn't, I don't know, it's pretty, uh, puzzling, right? Party of one? Lovey party of one? Do <laughs> you get the joke? <laughs> Because it's like a restaurant. Yes. <laughs> and you're alone. Just kidding. And we're, But that's what we're going to get into today. That actually people are more single than you realize they are. Yes. So let's just get into the topic. So this is it. Feeling lost or not seen when you date or find a lot of people that you fall head over heels for but just don't fall for you in the same way. Do you it, hear how she reads it like it's a magazine <laughs> article? Yes, I am doing that. Is everyone single or is it just you? Come to find people are more single than we realize. Okay, so this is not going to sound like the last episode we just did, even though it can definitely get into those waters. It can kind of get into the settling waters, but I think it won't as much as you think it will. Exactly. Okay, well, thank you, Allison. You're welcome. So, essentially, like, it's kind of this feeling of being, like, unlucky in love and going on a lot of dates with people and just feeling like, you know, is it me? Yeah. Is it me or is it you? Because I'm feeling like it's me. (laughs) (laughs) everyone feels like it's them but you know like sometimes people they say things like oh well you know if something's not working out in your life what's a common denominator you so what do you have to change but i don't know i also feel like it's them at the same time i do think sometimes it really is everyone else yeah like because like let me give you a for instance a for instance instance. so like i went on a date with this guy around halloween he will never hear this podcast. <laughs> he probably won't. I don't even think he remembers my name. But essentially, it went really well. Like, it went really, really good. Yeah. It was a nice, you know, time out. It wasn't, like, an exorbitant amount of time. It wasn't, like, six hours or something crazy. It was, like, three to four hours. We went mini-golfing. We grabbed some beer after. It was really sweet, easy date all that good stuff. And he seemed really, really into it. And we were vibing and we were connecting and like all of, all of what I wanted in life, he wanted in life. And it just worked really well. And at the end of the day, he was like, I'll definitely call you again. And then he never. And then as we all know, he he does not have a cell phone provider. So he does not have a cell phone provider. As all men don't. As all men (laughs) seem to conveniently lose. And then what do we do as women? We're thinking, oh, or as the other person in the situation, we're thinking, oh, we should reach out to them. Why don't we take it into our hands? What is, no, 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 no. Because wifey doesn't do that. <laughs> wifey, wifey doesn't fight for it. Wifey doesn't fight for it because wifey knows what she's worth, first of all. Number first one. of all. But that doesn't negate the fact that I'm feeling like if this keeps happening to me, like, what is going on? And then... Like, fast forward, maybe a few months later, you meet somebody 
at like say your job or something. I don't have anybody of this type in my life at this moment. But for an example, I have had it in the past where it's like, oh, like somebody comes in and like they're totally great. Like it's fine. It could work. But yet it just like doesn't click, you know, it doesn't have that like spark, that they fire. They just don't get it. They just don't get it. It's just not convincing. Like it just doesn't convince me enough. But yet the guy that didn't reach back out to me convinced me like that it was worth waiting for and worth trying for and it was worth twisting up my whole week over. You know what I'm saying? Like all I thought about was like, is he going to call me? Is he going to text me? What's going to happen? And then I think about my one friend whom has gone on many a dates because you know she gets herself out there and it's really really great and I'm really proud of her for doing that for all the people like myself that cannot you know or does not have the patience for it really but like you know she went out on a date and she really liked this one guy and she texted him saying you know like I really enjoyed it and he just was like flat out I'm, I was not planning on talking to you again. And it's like, you know, that discouragement of like, you put yourself out there so many times and yet you get no rate of return back. And it's like, for what, for whom? Like, why am I doing this? What yeah. am I doing? And then it parlays into like, cause I always am praying about it and I'm like, you know what? The Lord will meet me halfway. Yeah. So it's like, but like, damn, you think he would give you an opportunity? Like you can't meet him halfway if you don't know where he's standing. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. So we could say what all the other people say, like dive into yourself, find a hobby, Get to know, you know, what, which is all good advice. But you advice. know why? Yeah, it's good advice, but then you always do it with the intention of, like, he's going to think I'm quirky because now I decorate pine cones. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, you know what? I'm going to meet him today when I I'm go to the meet store. Him yeah. I'm going to go here. Oh, maybe at my new job I'm going to meet guys. At my new hobby. And that's another thing, though, I must say, is that everybody is, con- like, you know people. More opportunists. But you know people who say, you know what? I'm so happy being single. I'm not looking for anybody. And it just happened. Bullshit. Bullshit. You're Bullshit. always, You're always looking, looking for somebody. You're always on the hunt. <laughs> always on the hunt. Because as we said in the last episode, which is all good advice. It's not bad advice. But for it just bothers me when people are like, I'm not looking for anybody I know. actively. Oh my gosh. I had a friend tell me that eons ago. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, we randomly started dating. Like, I didn't think that would happen after I went out of my way to find him on Instagram and follow him after all these years. Yeah. Get out of my face. <laughs> like, like no. you weren't looking for it. It's been two weeks since your last relationship, honey. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, you know what you're doing. You know why you're staying at that bus stop. And you know why you're, you know, walking by that office. Like, you know what you're doing. You know what you're... We're all fishing. Just so we should just be honest with ourselves. Be honest with ourselves. Because let me tell you, a lot less contention will just come if you're, like, honestly being like, yeah, I'm looking. Exactly. And then you're, and then, but that just, this is a tangent, but it just bothers me when people say, like, it just happened. Nothing in life ever just happens. You have to work for it or, like, try for it or grow for it in some capacity. Nothing just falls on your lap. There are no free lunches. And (laughs) once you get over that hump, then you can be more honest with yourself and maybe be like, you know, it's not me, it's them. <laughs> but the the reason why we call this party of one is because it turns out that people are single a lot more often than you realize. And, like, it's true. It's, like, we're all going through this big uphill battle. But think about it. Like, I know I've met a lot of women in my day. Mm-hmm. Probably a good three. <laughs> yes. Yes. And um, 
And, like, I'm talking to them. They are so funny. We're having such a great time. And then, like, it just randomly comes up. We realize, like, they ask, oh, do you have a boyfriend? I tell them no. And then they tell me no. And we're all surprised because it's like, wow, like, I'm talking to this beautiful, like, fun woman. She's so, like, exciting. And, like, she's also never had a boyfriend before. And Mm -hmm. it's just shocking that it's a lot more common than you think it would be. Yes, because, you know, because Allison said this to me the other night, which kind of sprung up this whole topic today. But she was telling me she had a friend who said, wow, to Allison. She said to Allison, oh, my gosh, I thought you were, I thought you had, you know, all these boyfriends. Or like, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you know what? Not to, to, not to toot my own horn, swing my own ladle. <laughs> but I've had people been like, Allison, I bet you got hella hoes. And I'm hella sorry, hoes. but one little boy with a lisp is not hella hoes. <laughs> like, no, do I have many boys after me whom I don't like? Yes. And then, you know what? That makes you feel bad. I'm just <laughs> going to say it because I think everyone thinks it. Everyone thinks but it. But it makes you feel like, am I that repulsive? That, like, these, these are the hoes <laughs> that trail behind me? Like, these are the people that, like, like me? That, like, and, like, are willing to, like, fight for me? And maybe that sounds mean because, like, listen, after... Sometimes it is mean, but at the end of the day, we all know you're listening to this because you're a bad bitch. Yes, and you think And you think thoughts. these things, too. We're not here to be fake with you. We're, We're here to be honest. And yes. everyone is shocked by the people that we've all had someone like us that like, we Like, you know, stand. and they're just, like, that weird... And it's, like, I am flattered, listen. For a person who has never had anybody like me for a lot of my years, which also I don't like. <laughs> also, I have an issue with, like, who gave them the law? I, know. I, don't, I don't like. I don't like people like my whole life, my whole 25 years. Yeah, your whole 25 bitch, years. Bitch, you couldn't even remember the first 14 of them, okay? Like, let's be real. You you're, don't even start thinking until you're in the fourth grade. And then you're not even dating until, like, you don't even realize what a relationship really is until the sixth grade. So really, when you're about 15, you can start saying all of... All all, all of my, my life. life. Yeah, all <laughs> four years so that's now. And t- that's ten years, actually, of me being, like, of the knowledge of what <laughs> of a relationship be- is. <laughs> it's been ten years of me being single all my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're able to track with that math equation. We are the Renaissance man, you know? <laughs> that means we love all the arts. Yeah. Math included. Anyway. Oh, math. <laughs> so... Uh, what was I saying, Allison? Do you see how she does this? <laughs> Do you see how she's not fully present with you? Don't get a man like that. <laughs> but so yeah, uh, all these no, 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 no. Yeah, because all these people come after you, and you're just like, you're like, and then you know the worst is when like your parents are like, but they're a nice guy. Oh my no, gosh, because no. they don't actually know. They're not the ones that are being. You know what? You know what I call it when a guy is trying to front. I call it peacocking. Ooh, you know, because they put out all those feathers and they're t- pulling out what they believe is all the stops for your ass. <laughs> Selling the dream, <laughs> which is another thing, because it's like they know that they be uh, the only reason. Okay, I'm gonna dial it down a little bit because they're like riding really hard on this right now. <laughs> but I think the only reason like we get so up in arms about it is because we it's don't want it to be our have. reality. But it's like if this same type of guy keeps going after you. But you keep going after a different type of guy. What's the disconnect? And I think that's really like the nucleus of this whole thing because that's something I thought about a lot because it's like the same type of guy always goes after me. And it's like sometimes we have great chemistry. Other times we don't. But I will just – I just don't like – I'm just like not convinced. But then like 
the guy I always go after. Like, he's, like, arty and, like, kind of, like, a badass and, like, reclusive and can't be held down, but, like, has a good sense of, you know, an idea of what he wants to do, but he knows that he can't do it then, and then you're kind of waiting around, but then you've kind of felt like you're let on or whatever, but then you have the other guy who's stable, who's there, who's ready, like, he's normal, a good person to bring home to your family, all that stuff, but it's just, like, there's that weird disconnect, and then you all, I don't know if you, listener, feel this, or Allison, you feel this, but it's, like, that's when I feel hard on myself, and I'm, like, you know, maybe it is me, like, like, why mm. can't it just work out? Like, you can't have 20 hits every time and have them all be misses. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, there is a problem. Like, what is the problem? But it's like, I don't know. Because kind of like... I guess so, but I don't know. But this already, like, I I know I've thrown out this phrase already. I don't know if it was this episode or the last one. But there is two types of boys in this world. Two types of boys. Boys who get it. And boys who don't get it. And I don't mean, like, they get it from women. I mean, like, they understand or they, they do no, they not just understand. get it. They just get it. And that right there, that <laughs> little piece is the disconnect. That is, that is it. That, that is, is the, the disconnect. disconnect. And it's something that you cannot explain. You cannot put your finger on. But when you're with a guy and you like them, it's because they just get it. <laughs> <laughs> is they just get, like, because the guy that I went out with mini golfing. Yes. Like, he was a guy that just... Got, got it. it. Like, he just got it, and, like, we were... That's why it was really surprising to me when I never heard from him again. Yeah. Like, I was really surprised, and it's, like... But that also kind of, like, parlays into the psychosis, right? Because every relationship has a psychology behind it. Every person, what they do, has a psychology behind it. We all have those factors that are, you know, the factors that drive us, the impulses that we have, the habits that we've created, that we've seen, that we've picked up on our own. And it's, like, with him, where he kind of grew up would suggest that he would be more flighty and me being me what based on what I've liked in the past would suggest that I would fall in love with him (laughs) you know what I'm saying would suggest that she would enter the race (laughs) (laughs) I would enter the race because like we were at that bar and there were a billion people there but it's like yet we found each other because of what he was wearing don't you know say it. I'm not gonna say it. I'm it was a squirrel it. suit. <laughs> <laughs> and so that to me means fun guy who's not scared to be who he is. Yeah. Which because is true. Who's gonna wear that? an inflatable squirrel suit <laughs> to a bar? And he patched it up like it was broken. It was broken. <laughs> and he fixed it because he wanted to wear it. <laughs> exactly. And I just I like see, I like people who are like that, who are quirky, who are funny, who Okay. I, I'm sorry to cut you off. This that should is be not mean. about me. This episode has nothing to do with any of this. <laughs> so what's this episode? Bring it back in. Bring, Bring it, it back, back in. y'all. Okay. Bring it back now, y'all. What is it prompt to say? <laughs> you want me to reread it? Well, it's okay. So it's it's women. Like, people are more single than you think. I don't know where you're going with this whole tangent. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I brought it to the table. They get it or they don't get it. But no, here's the thing. We're here to give you... This is... We've been ragging this whole time. We've been Did ragging. you hear how I started five sentences and only chose to finish one? <laughs> <laughs> this episode is meant to give you encouragement because being single is not as taboo as you think. It's not something to be ashamed of. Exactly. And I think we touched base on sort of, you know... The foundation of my life. Yeah, Emily's I mean, but big that's issues. where the disconnect comes from. And then you're like, okay, at the end of the day, after all these people I've met, whether it worked or not, I'm still single. Okay? Yeah. I'm still 
single. I'm still going home, reading my book, drinking my tea, and no one's there checking up on me. More like watching TV, drinking a wine. <laughs> yeah. Not all of us are intellectual. <laughs> Every time. What am I saying? What is, the, what is it called? Amalgamation. Amalgamation? No, she always says that I dress like the one party in the... Oh, abnegation. Ab- <laughs> From Divergent, you know, where they're not allowed to look at themselves? <laughs> she's out here... She's out here wearing tailored gray potato sacks. <laughs> yes, I... I abnegation. No, no life in those bones. <laughs> Just pure age. <laughs> Listen, okay. But, yeah, essentially, like, you're single, and it's, like, it's really easy to... Like, I know I've definitely felt this way before when I have something in my life going, and then it all kind of falls apart, and I'm like, what am I going to talk about with my friends now? Like, you don't realize how much of your identity can be swirled into who are you dating, who have you dated, when are you going to date, can I hook you up with this person, do you want to meet this person? Yeah. And it's like, that's just not what it is. It's almost changing the narrative. Like, when Allison's friend came to her, her multiple friends, and they all said, oh, you're not dating anyone right now? And then they said that they weren't dating, and it was a surprise to you. Yeah, it was very shocking. It was like, oh my gosh, like, wow, I'm not alone. And then, okay, so in high school, I used to go on 17.com, like 17 Magazine. I think it's still around, right? (laughs) And I would go on, and you would get advice, like dating advice, and you would look on, there was one thing where you could ask questions and people would answer it. Like 17, I think, would answer it. And there was a big theme, and this was back in like 2000, when did I graduate high school? 16. 16? I thought I graduated college in 16. Yeah. You did in 16, 16, so 12. 2012. 2012. So this must have been two, because I was in a sophomore year. So like 2013 or whatever. And, um, or 2000. 2014. No, it's getting higher. We need to get lower. 2011. <laughs> oh, I thought yeah. you were thinking college. No. And a really big theme that came up in the questions, like, girls kept saying, I'm 23 and I've never been kissed. I'm 24 and I've never been in a relationship. Like, I'm 24, I'm 25, I've never been kissed. Like, there were so many of them. And I was, like, 15 at this point, being all discouraged, like, no boys like me. And, like, I was on the cheer squad, so I always heard stories about all the other girls had boyfriends and whatever. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, nobody likes me. Like, what's wrong with me? And then, like, to open up this whole, like world of women who I felt were very old at the time like 23 to 25 at age 15 is like you have your whole life figured out yeah, you have a like, career you're living on your own you're away I know like <laughs> I would I would send off gosh so I, I would send off from like birthday balloons I would have left over after my birthday I would love to write notes and attach it to the balloon but I wouldn't write notes I wrote one note every time I said hopefully by the time you get this I won't be married little 13 year old me saying these balloons into the sky with with the date that I sent the note and the age I wanted to be married, I expected to be married by 22. I'm 21 <laughs> years old. <laughs> but but you see how the narrative, the conversation is, it's so inundated with you need to be married, you need to find someone. Like, that's something that is happy, that fulfills us, that we see on the movies and the TVs, and it always ends with a happy, you know, couple at the end. And that's not a bad thing. This is something... That is good, but it does, like, take up so much of our existence in our life and our thinking. So, to find out at age 15, like, wow. 
like 23 year olds are, are still, still out here not like not kissed. kissed like that's mind-boggling and then but it's like not at the same time because everybody's journey is different and like we shouldn't be like oh my gosh like they're so weird they've never been kissed or they've never slept with anyone or they've never been in a real relationship like I don't believe there is any standard that makes people normal in this life like I had a friend I knew who was in a relationship and she was in one because she said well I'm 19 I've never been in a relationship that's weird how many times have we heard that where it's like oh like I'm tired of not having done it I'm just gonna do it just to do it exactly and then it's like what does that because I was 20 at the time and I had never been in a relationship myself so it's like that's the like what are we feeding ourselves to each other and I have another friend who I've had multiple friends at different periods of their life who have always said the same thing, where they're like, I'm never going to find anyone, that's it, I'm single, you're 24, you're 25, yeah. like, like you're, and then they say the words, my life is over, that's it, I guess I can just never find anybody, and it's like, my friends in different periods of their life, different seasons, age 23, 26, 24, 21, have all said the same thing to me, and it's just like, if your life is over, what does that mean for me? Yeah, considering we have less experience than they've even had. Than they've even had. And this is coming off of their third relationship, maybe. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, but isn't that a selfish perspective? Not just me, but what about your other friends? What about your other, like, everybody who's listening to this podcast? What about all those people? What about the general populace of a 24-year-old? How can you say your life is over when we have a friend that's maybe married at 21? Yeah. Who did get into that? And who found love and it worked out for them and whatever. But it's like, who are we to assume what age is right to finally be in the relationship? Exactly. And then whether you kiss or you have a relationship or not, it does not set the standard or the precedent of like, now I have moved into this next stage of my life. Now I'm more qualified It does to take not change your maturity. It does. <laughs> it does not determine how you have aged. How smart you are now. Nothing changes except the fact that you did it. It does not. You don't unlock the secrets of the universe (laughs) with a kiss. And also, it doesn't make you to everybody who's in a relationship who thinks that they know something. It doesn't actually make you more of an expert on anything. On anything because you know what? Everyone else will still think they know more than you based on what they've had to go through. Exactly. Like, we think we know more than you and we've never even been in one. Yeah. So, like, what's the standard? So, where do we get off? (laughs) It's like, who's dictating what now that's why you can write the rules and you can change the narrative and also just don't be ashamed yeah don't I think be ashamed a of lot it. of this is rooted in feeling embarrassed and yeah our relationships great do they feed a part of ourselves that like normal everyday things can't feed yeah it's true but also like learning to be single and being happy in your singledom and like sharing those thoughts with your friends makes it feel not so scary because if life is all wrapped around being with someone that's a really skewed way to look at it yeah like like was it beck and call is beck and call like a phrase oh like call and call and recall call and beck (laughs) (laughs) when they like yell when you're like when you are, was it, beck and call? I don't know. Do you know what I'm trying to say, though? It's like when you're at beck and call for someone else for the rest of your life. That's oh, what yeah. you're really striving towards? They're beck and call. Yeah, they're beck yeah, and call. Right. Was it beck? <laughs> like, from Victorious? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you would do they're that. beck and call. That means they're, they're like, beck and call. yeah, whatever. Yeah, servitude. <laughs> when you're serving some, Yeah, for the rest of your life, like, I don't get it. And, like, we are meant we are meant to serve each other that's what makes relationships good but that's like a whole other thing but like if you're literally waiting to do nothing with yourself to wait for somebody to tell you what to do that is not the way to live exactly and you know just to bring back our christian 
corner because this obviously we are both Christians and that's the biggest perspective we're coming from is our faith it is and the way that he has actually he being you know god (laughs) (laughs) and the way he's helped us through these times and brought us like grand revelations like grand revelations like we've seen relationships very close to us that if you had known everything that we've experienced you would be shocked to find that we're seeing here talking about relationships and like how love like you are able to like go out and like be happy because if anybody should be discouraged, it really should be us too. Yeah. And it's like, and we know people who have had been in situations like us and have gone through those paths. And like, all they do is they just sleep around and they're very unfulfilled. And it's like, it is really sad that that is something that comes out of it. And even though we rag on a lot of things about relationships and we are definitely proponents of loving yourself and being single and being strong in that, like, being in a relationship and being in love truly is one of the best things. It is God oh, divine. Like it is. Like to be truly in love with someone and I feel like when you meet the right person, it really is something that that feeling like, you know, ebbs and it flows, but you know you have a base and a foundation of like love for somebody. That's almost unconditional, but not quite because we're human. And it's like all that comes from like our perspective of Christ. Like he is going to give us what we need when we need it he knows what we're capable of he knows what we're capable of and like we're just waiting we're just waiting waiting until that point and it's like he will provide and we know that we love ourselves because of the love that he gives us yes it is absolutely founded in his love for us and that's where we come with peacefulness and we don't come from a place of like anger and yeah we can like make fun of it and there's like you know there's times of hurt and discouragement but at the end of the day it's like I'm just not worried and like yeah, because we fail ourselves so many times, and so to put the pressure on me being single, like, on me, which, like, it's kind, of, it's kind of weird to say. It's kind of sounding like I'm using a scapegoat, you know what I mean? But, like, like yes, I'm single. Like, yes, I've had opportunities. Like, they've fallen through. But, um, like, if I'm just going to sit here and, like, feel bad for myself being, like, oh, I amount to nothing because I'm not able to, like, create this relationship or anything, like, that's not for me to worry about. Like, I'm just supposed to focus on being, like, the best that I can be. And the thing is, when you figure out, like, you, if you don't love yourself, it's very hard to ask for somebody else to love you because, like, if you love yourself 10% and they love you 20%, you think it's 100%, but it's not. It's only 20%. Exactly. And it's, like, you're still going to be, like lacking and so if you don't know how to love yourself how can you ever expect somebody else to love you because you don't even know what you need to be loved exactly and that kind and like really the understanding of how to love myself it's like a it's a daily like, it's a journey. daily struggle like it takes years some people never even get some there. people never even get there and it's like allison came to learn to love herself very early on in, in her the life. eighth grade ladies in the eighth grade and in it's the like, worst time I, in every person's life <laughs> and i came to learn myself to learn to love myself senior year of college like what that really truly means and what that looks like and of course like some days you like you look at yourself you're like oh I like am less I mean you always have days like that yeah we're human it comes with the territory exactly but at the end of the day on the big stuff we don't budge because we know who we are and we know who gave us that yeah so just in moments of doubt we just pray and 
I really just give it to God. I pray for my future husband. I pray that he's looking for God's will. I pray to seek God's will too and that I'm being Mm -hmm. prepared best for my husband. Exactly. And like, you know, as we go through life, we just try to encourage our friends that really, because it is really dark hole. It's very discouraging. And it's not a place that you have to dwell in because relationships, they're great and they're fulfilling, but you have them every day. That's another thing I never got. Rag on one last thing before we wrap this shit up. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, like... You're never alone. If you have a family, yeah. if you have a friend, if you have a dog, even something as dumb as that, like, I never felt alone. I never really understood what that word meant. I guess if at night you're not snuggling with someone, like, yeah, I guess so. But it's like, there's nothing worse than sharing a bed with someone you can barely tolerate. Yeah. Then, like, I'd rather snuggle with 50 stuffed animals and have the same feeling of, like, being comforted and say a prayer like that to me means more than just snuggling with somebody that's some cheap trick that I found online yeah yeah so anyways that was a roller coaster that was a roller coaster (laughs) expect them all to be this way I like I feel like tangents add something tangents always add something because guess what people really can't focus on one thing and as much as an outline is created everyone always has a tangent there are about 50 bajillion podcasts out there that are an hour and 30 minutes long yeah I know but we're trying to keep it short we're trying to keep it everyone's sanity right and tight for y'all okay so if you want to yell at us talk to us give us information give us your give us something to debate on a subject Oh my that, gosh, you was that was so loud. I'm sorry about the ding. <laughs> I cannot edit that out. This is part of the yeah, 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 live action. Live action. <laughs> That's shocking. I never get anything. Of course. Of Anyways. course. So, you know what? If you have anything to say or... If you want, contact us at all. Like, if you hated what we said. If you or what if we you want to sponsor us. <laughs> sponsor. Hello. Skillshare. We're here. We're waiting. <laughs> Me undies. We are a romantic <laughs> podcast. Well, okay, so we have our email, which will also be in the link swipe up down below. I have now stuff. figured out the description, which I'm sure you have seen. And I'm yes. feeling really proud of myself. Yes. And it's called, so our Gmail, our email is theloveys, L-U-U-V-I-E-S, at Gmail, because, you know, it's Somebody taken. evidently took our beautiful domain name. Exactly. Instagram us, the underscore L-U-V-I-E-S. The email that's the hard child. It's the email that's a hard child. It's kind of unfortunate. Maybe that'll change. I don't know how it works. Anyways, we love you all. Thank you for listening. Thank you, our lovey doveys. Yes, our lovey doveys. We hope that you have a good week. Yeah, and you and, tune in. And you feel encouraged to some degree. Exactly. And we appreciate you even if you just subscribe or hit play and you never listen to us. We love you. Thank you so for downloading. Much. Yes, thank you. We'll see you next week. Okay. Goodbye. Bye.